Whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all know what it is. Don't play with us. Play with your kids. It's a brand new week, so it's time to hear us speak. This is Universal Citizens. I'm your host, T. Ross. That's with a dot, not a hyphen. Just going to want to reiterate that. As always, you know this pyramid would not be complete without my other cornerstone. CJ, what's up, baby? How you feeling? Chilling, chilling. Nothing wrong with that. Renee, you good? I'm good to go. I just checked on Twitter real fast. Damon Lillard went for 50 against the Pelicans and knocked them out. But, hey, I'm just looking on that. I'm ready to get to these topics, man. Well, ain't no sense in playing with it. Y'all been good this week? Everybody been straight? <clears throat> man, you know what? It, what we about? Rona, uh, Rona uh, 22 or something in the week or whatever. <laughs> so, hey, you know, just going through that. Yeah, well, as everybody, man. Renee, you all right over there? Hey, like I say, any day you wake up, hey, that's a good day. Hey, like, and if it start out bad, you can make it right. So we good to go. I'm good. Like them old folks say, every day above ground is better than below. So, hey, I, I don't think nobody argue with that. Yeah, y'all know what it is. So, hey, look, y'all make sure y'all go and y'all get out there and y'all follow us on Instagram, preferably at t ross underscore three one eight. That's me. We got over now at Renell J. And then we got Chester CJ at underscore a humble underscore center. Y'all make sure y'all go get with that. So, fellas, let's go and get right into it. So, like we said, with this Rona going on, you know, it's been a lot of, it's been a lot of, um, I guess we could call it uh, entrepreneurship or whatever, or a lot of uh, motivation to do things. So, especially within the black community. So, you know, how do y'all feel about the boom and the whole black entrepreneurship thing with clothing, uh, fish plates? I'm a powder coat your <laughs> rims, tint your car, whatever. Like, how y'all feeling about that? Hey, now I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, man, like, I guess because I'm in this like this specific group where they that they, they all cater to like showing what the black entrepreneurs is and all that. And to be honest with you, hey, it's a good thing. It made me feel good. I'm like, we all out here, like, you know, trying to start our own businesses. And anything you can think of is owned by somebody. And I'm like, it's time for us to start owning stuff. And I was just thinking about it. I was like, man, because you remember, like, for instance, like, my opinion. Now, I'm biased. Black people, we kind of move the culture in a lot of ways, like fashion. Who the flies? We are. Who make the best food? We do. Who played, you know, who, who the best in sports? We all. So I was sitting up there thinking, I was like, man, like, hey, it's a good thing. Like, just imagine how Young Dro had Polo popping like that for all that time. And you got to think about it, like, Polo is like a, not a brand necessarily at first for us, but when we get some, we turn it into popular or unpopular. And I was just thinking, like, what if Young Dro would have owned Polo? And we would have been supporting it like that. Like, he didn't make no money out of Polo. So I was just thinking, like, Man, you know, then, you know, like, we just got to start owning our own stuff. Like, we don't have no black home bank. I think there's a few of them out there, but I'm just saying, like, hospitals, like, we don't own nothing, but we keep everything moving, though. So I think it's a good thing. And then now uh, you got your backlash. Like, you got, hey, everything ain't for everybody, you know. <laughs> so, but, but I'm going to say this, though. I don't knock nobody for trying, but don't think just because you black and you doing it, that is good and you don't got to be professional with it or whatever. So I the, my my opinion so far, like 
I think it's time, man. Like, look at all the hell that we buy. Like, you know, I ain't gonna say me, but you know, black women buy all this hell. Man, it should be more black on, you know, beauty supplies, more black on nail spots, you know. So I'm all with it or whatever. Like, I'm with it now. I ain't gonna just support anything, but I will try to like now look for like, oh, do a black person own this? And I, you know, I gravitate to it. <laughs> what y'all think about that? Uh now I definitely been doing that. And you know what I think it is? I don't know what is that though. That has made us, I think it was before this whole Rona thing or whatever, that we kind of been geared toward looking for somebody that doing it black. I know that's how I've been thinking. Like whenever I have to do anything lately, it's like, probably about the last couple of years maybe, it's like, man, let me try to find somebody that's black that do that. Uh, but for the same reasons. And so I agree with everything he just said, but I will add this on. Now, this is where I get a little I got questions like, watch this with the fish plates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. If, now, watch this. I have seen this. I have seen people on social media and they're selling their food or whatever, and it looked like they in their house. Watch this. I don't have no problem with that. Really, I know the food probably is banging. But I just be like, hmm, like, I just don't know. Watch this. They have restaurants. And they have to go through uh, different uh, what inspections and this oh, and that yeah, to make sure that they got yeah, certain yeah, things, yeah. you know, certain ways. So I just be like, oh, like so cleanliness. Cleanliness is one of your issues supporting those fish plates out the back door. Look, the, the fish plates out the back door. <laughs> look, the fish plates out the back door. I probably wouldn't get down with that. And if you would, I just like be careful with those. But anybody else doing anything else? Shoot, I'm trying to look for them. Yeah. Let's do well, it. Well, look, yeah. it's 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 funny that we bring this topic up because I actually I'm a I'm a I'm a candle guy. I like to burn candles, man. I hear that you're talking. Yeah, about it, it, and, and, I, and I see what it's going. <laughs> so I got online and I actually like you know you know how the internet is. You search for something, they pull it up on your feed, and so I came across a a particular candle company, black owned. I said, you know what, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rock with them. So I go to the site. I check out the candles. Again, I'm a candle guy. So I have to get the big ones because I burn them. Like, you know what I mean? So I like the triple wicks. So I get on there and I look for the triple wicks and that thing was 45 bucks. And I'm like, wait a minute. The way I burn candles, and I wanted to get two. I went into it with the intention of I'm getting on this site and I'm going to buy two candles. But I get on there and it's forty five dollars. Two candles that's ninety bucks. So I go what, and I what, do what a little research. Triple wick. That's like the biggest. Like I mean, triple wicks come in different sizes, but how much would they be at Bath and Body Works? Now, that's where they like to go. Bath and Body Works. This candle, this that's particular candle, like that size would probably run you. I don't even think Bath and Body Works has that size. I don't know, y'all. I, do y'all know? Y'all ever heard of DW Candle Company? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I heard yeah, yeah. That's a shameless plug. We need sponsorship for that. But yeah, I work on it. Um, one of their candles that size probably run you about eighteen bucks. So forty five bucks for two candles, ninety dollars. I went to another site, got the same size candles, got six of them for seventy eight dollars. And it's like I want to support, and I don't have a problem with the price. Really, with that is because I know the way I burn candles. It's like I know I'm gonna run through that forty five dollar candle real quick so i'm gonna be disappointed so it's not that it was just particularly the price but it's just that i know that i'm a candle guy and i'm going 
I'm not gonna get my money's worth out of it because well, I was I, about I, to say, I mean, was it worth forty five dollars? But see, that's another thing. I don't know. I, I've never smelled these candles. I don't even know the exact size. I'm just assuming. So it's like I'm taking a risk, which is fine. I mean, you take a risk anytime you buy something online, but. I don't know, but I am all for supporting the black business and the black boom. I do like the way that we've seemed to come together and, and, and just try to move things forward. You know, it seems like everybody is motivated. Really. Let me ask what I think Chess was saying. Like, he don't know where it came from. I think I think it all kind of came from, like I said, everybody been, it been bubbling, but when that George Floyd happened, Right, we all start looking kind of like, man, they don't care about us, and you know they never did, and everybody start just saying like, man, it's time to like start supporting each other, start looking out for each other, and you know everybody started like, I think it became a big deal then, or whatever, like you know NBA players and the normal people was like, man, I'm gonna support you, you support me, whatever the case may be. Now I'm gonna say this about the fish plates and the cameras, being around some entrepreneurs, and y'all probably know, y'all probably just weren't thinking about it, like. When you starting something on your own, is the cost is so high for you to do That's this. A good point. Versus like uh, right. half of body works or yeah. whatever it is. So it's like I got to charge you a lot compared to what you normally do. Like I can't I can't keep up with Walmart. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can't charge five dollars for account. I might have to charge fifteen until I can get everything down. So I think what we need to do too, we you don't have to do it all the way, but you gotta take into consideration like it may start off with the back of the dough fish plate. But everybody got to start somewhere. You know, like, you can't just, we, we got to be like, we can't be too hard on them if we see that they, you know, they got the right idea in mind or whatever. Right. So, now, that candle, I know what you're saying. I'll cut a candle on a bird all day. See? But, yeah, yeah, yeah you look up and you're like, man, I don't yeah. want money or whatever. But, but overall, I think it's hard. I think it's hard for these black entrepreneurs to get past that first level because we be so hard on right. them. And we be like, the price <clears throat> point is always. Well, let me ask you this so about like, the price point. We definitely be too hard on them now. That is a no doubt. Like oh, Master yeah. P said uh, with his noodles, he's like, these Negroes oh, ain't oh, never that's uh, a good one, no. ask Raymond what they <laughs> sodium amount is, but they want to know how much salt yeah. lime got in it. And that's what we do. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we do. That's a good so one. that's yeah. definitely, we, that's not right. But uh, look, with the price point, okay, so watch this. So, <laughs> yeah, I know that it's hard to start up something, no doubt. So you put the cost on the customer, though? So what I'm thinking is, I, I you got to take that cost and actually watch this, Ross. Instead of the candle being 45, I would have made the candle 25 for you, Ross. And okay. what you would have did, Ross, you would have got multiple candles and you would have came three. back. And you would have came back. You I would have bought three easy. But I will right. say, okay, okay. I will say, like, now what you were saying, like, you know, you got to be able to cover your back, like you said, Renee. I understand that. But just from what I base from this particular company, it seems like they pretty legit. Like, you know what I mean? This ain't no startup. Like, you know they what I'm saying? They seem exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, I don't even know what they smell like. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like, I got to go on here and read a description to see. Well, it's like, I might like that smell. I don't even know what the hell that is. But I mean, like I said, it's not, it, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the price. I don't want to make it seem like I wouldn't pay for something that I wanted, but just me knowing my habits with candles, like you said, like I would just burn through that bitch in about a week and it's like, what well, hell, that's $45 gone. So, I mean, we could make a little adjustment on that uh 
Mr. Candle Company. Y'all know who y'all is. <laughs> Let me say this though. I'm to, to end it off about these, I'm gonna say this. We gotta understand too. Just because you're a black entrepreneur or got a black business, you're gonna have some bad ones, you're gonna have some good ones, you're gonna have some high ones, you got some low ones. I just think like like for instance, when you see that price, you're like, man, I'm not buying it. Don't all of a sudden, you know, some of us would be like, that's why I don't fool with them now. Find you another black owned counter. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Know, maybe, you know, right. it's your, your price yeah. point. Yeah. You know, because like, because I'm going to tell you what's hard to do with, I see a lot of entrepreneurs, if they start low, because that'll be my philosophy. Like, I'm going to sell it low because I know people are already skeptical. But then once I get them popping, you know, we're on like a dollar rate. Right. You know, once, right. once, once, once you see like, oh, they didn't move the counters from 25 to 26. Mm-hmm. You you don't want to fool with it no more. So it's like I think that's why sometimes you start high. They start off high. Yeah. yeah, because I'm gonna tell you too, somebody always saying your price is your price. Yep. You gotta keep your price now. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, forty five dollars for a candle. Bro. I'm interested. Get it. We gotta see what that smells. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I that's will I will be now. the guinea pig eventually at some point and get one and I'll let you know. So don't even worry about that. Ooh, excuse me. Uh but anyway, so this next one. I feel like it could it could get a little heavy, but really I kind of want to do this one to kind of maybe give some insight to some of our female listeners. Oh. And with this one, I want to go with the direction of how do you handle a black man who's dealt with emotional trauma? Oh. Now, my thing, now we've all we've all had our own emotional traumas. Me in particular with me is patience and i feel like that's kind of across the board but i say this with very with my tongue in my cheek you can't now when i say patience i don't mean you have to be patient with everybody who particularly has emotional like you know damage or whatever because some cats will use that to their advantage i think we need a definition of what uh what this emotional not maybe not you know a you know too detailed but what do you mean when you say emotional damage or trauma um let's say you we came up in a rough rough environment you lost a loved one before mm-hmm. you were supposed to um mm-hmm. maybe you couldn't just maybe you had your own demons you was fighting and you could never get right you know what i mean like it's so many different levels to it so that's why i say i kind of wanted to do this so because there's three black men here so let's kind of help these women figure out how to navigate these 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 caverns that we all have but well hey i'm gonna tell you ross you you put the um <laughs> you put the extra place on the ball the bench press on that one. <laughs> hey man you know <laughs> hey put your gloves on man make, hey look make sure <laughs> put your gloves on make sure you know when you get on that bench you stretch your back come on well, look, let me start this off. Hey, let I me start a, this off. Because, yeah, yeah. look, this is the first thing I'm thinking about. You saying that let's give them a little advice. This is psychologist speaking, by the way. This is psychologist. Yeah, oh, yeah, this is a trained and esteemed professional. I'm about, to, I'm about to train some Negroes is what I'm about to do. So yeah. here's the thing. What I'm, the first thing I'm thinking about is, watch this, Ross. How you going how you gonna to tell them something if the dude don't understand what he's going through? Well, that's why I because say... Because watch this, in my opinion, most dudes, black dudes for sure, don't even know what emotional trauma they got going on. So so that that's why I say patience is key. Because it's like, you obviously know as this person's partner or loved one, he going through something. 
How do you I don't, know? I don't know what it. How do you know? You can, what do you mean? What do you? You mean? don't think you don't think a person a person's actions or maybe like just the way they, you know what I'm saying? Just how they move. It's like, man, what's going on? Like, what's up? Like, okay, right. well, well, watch this. Let's get a little personal. Let's. I'm okay. gonna talk about myself. Okay, because I've been through some things too. All right. Okay. So what I'm going to say is just on surface, watch this. If I'm dealing with a female myself personally back in the day, and watch this, I was going through some things with my emotional issues, right? From Mm -hmm. losing my mama, right? And I'm lowing down and out. If I don't tell her I'm lowing down and out because of this, and I'm just acting lowing down and out, she don't know what's going on. Right? Right. Because I don't really even know what was going on. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. I think we have to start it. Like, because look, we've been going to get in relationships with people and we don't even know what's going on with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I, you, know, you know I'm with that 100%. But okay, let's just, let's just say even if you're getting to know somebody, you don't even know they have emotional trauma. Nope. And you start texting this person and they not really texting you back or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Would you have or would you be able to practice a little patience? Like, okay, well, I'm going to just wait a little bit. Like, take your own. Not, 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 I know the hell you probably wouldn't. And I probably but I'm wouldn't saying either, but you I'm don't even saying, know like, this person, though. If, if you don't even know this person, like, why would I have to practice patience? I mean, I don't even know them. Well, yeah, with in that in, in, in that instance, in that instance, yeah. But if it's somebody that if it's a relationship thing, you done been with this person three, four years, and now these 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 demons or whatever you want to call it or traumas are starting to come up. So it's like, okay, now we three, four years in. You didn't tell me that long time ago, but I realized there's been some type of shift in your attitude. So it's like when I ask you what's wrong, I obviously know there's something wrong. But it's like, how do, how does the partner deal with that? And on the end of what you're saying, like, yeah, we got to start within ourselves and figure out why I'm acting the way I'm acting. Well, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm th- I, I say this, like, I think, I think it's almost like when it sounds like we're trying to see if the, the man need a counselor or a girlfriend. There you go. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah it's kind of like I'm gonna yeah. tell you, like. I didn't deal with girls before or whatever, and it's like you you feel comfortable telling them all your business, mm-hmm. and then y'all form a mm-hmm. bond. Mm-hmm. But that bond become listen. Where I'm going with this one? Almost, <laughs> almost a crutch. Hey, I'm, if I had to get around this corner, so this bond become a friendship. Mm-hmm. But y'all making it into a relationship. Yep. And then once that man get out of that situation that you helped him with, he yep. realized I don't even. You see where I'm coming? I don't really like right. you. Yeah, you boy, you but, but but look, but check yeah, this out. Right but check there, this out. Let, let me finish. But look, this, let, me finish. let him finish, Ross. Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, in the, I'm, I'm in the parking lot. Come on, come on, pull up on me. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. Hey, I'm at the river. I got the river camera off in the park. All right. So now the man feels guilty. And don't want to leave the girl mm-hmm. alone because she was such a friend, mm-hmm. but it formed a relationship. Mm-hmm. So now he's stuck. She know he's mm-hmm. stuck. She don't really know. And now you stuck in something that that man really needed a counselor mm-hmm. instead of he made that girl into his girlfriend. So now we stuck. But, and now go ahead, go on. Everywhere. He, so it's like I think a man really needs to like 
you got to be a man and man up and say, man, I can't get this close to this girl, even though she's helping me, because I know the way she taking this. And women are so like, what the word is, they so helpful, they so caring, like nurturing. You want to be your friend? They're nurturers. They nurture. Nurturers. Yeah. By nature. So, nurturers by nature. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's that's the thing. Is it gonna be a relationship or a counsel? Well, yeah, and see, you can't do and both. See, you can do both. I'm pretty sure. And see, know. like. What I wanted to say was with that with that way of thinking or with that narrative or whatever you want to call it, it's like you also do all that and you sitting there and you telling her all your problems, but there's no solutions. You see what I'm saying? So it's like you sitting there spilling your guts, but you just spilling your guts. Like what did that? But do? like he was saying though, like he was saying though, because I've been there personally. She making you feel good. So that, your... that woman is making you feel better about whatever it is that you're saying. She's giving you advice. She's telling you things to do. And you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, and then, like he said, you take that friendship and then y'all go. He say relationship, I'm going to take it to the bedroom. Yes, sir. Because that's what really be tying us in. Oh, yeah. Because oh, after so we get, after, look, I don't care what nobody say. After you go in that bedroom with somebody, oh, boy, how it changed. Indeed, it does, and it really more so changes for well. Oh no, it's look, everybody. It's everybody. Yeah. Right, look, watch this. We may be changing <laughs> in different ways or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it's some changes that's gonna take place after that. Yeah. So. Oh, I was yeah. gonna say. Now, I know we ain't talking about this, but like you're right. I was gonna say the women seem to get closer, and we know as men, sometimes you almost can be like. You fall back a little bit, like, oh, I'm good now. Not necessarily you all the way good on the end, but you like it's like some. Now I'm a, you start taking up for a grand. Watch this. I'm gonna like, uh, like, come from another angle, Ross. Watch this. And now that is definitely true, probably 90% of the time. The girl try to get closer <laughs> and the dude try to pull away. But right. watch this. I done been on the other end of that. You trying to get closer and she pulling away. Yes. Now, yeah. now watch this. Wow. Now let's be real. We ain't never been there before, fellas. Oh yeah. Oh, We've all been there. We all done been. Okay. We all done felt Just that. Yes, look, y'all have never been on a roller coaster before, and uh-huh. you know when you hit that heel and you get that 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 dip in your stomach, <laughs> that's the feeling that. Well, I mean personally, I get when you find out something or whatever it is. It's like, oh damn, I was really trying to. But whatever, I'm sorry, I got off topic. Right, mm-hmm. keep going. <laughs> so, what's our overall advice is for these women then dealing with a guy like you know, like you say, dealing with trauma or whatever. It's a pretty, it's a, it's a slippery slope because my, my, I'm gonna end my little thing by saying like, man, I don't, I don't think you should be a, you, I don't think you should be like, like my brother say, well, like she say, you need to like, as a woman, almost protect yourself. You see that man got uh-huh. a lot going on. I know you want to be uh-huh. his friend. I know you want to be this and that, but he ain't ready yet. Look. For that. That's why. And you got to almost leave him alone. Say, give him a counselor call. <laughs> give him my call. That's call. why. Send <laughs> him over that way. Give him a counselor call. That's why I say. That's why I say, like, that's what I was trying to, like, put together with the whole patience thing. It's like, yeah, you can have patience if you know what's going on. But on the flip side, you do have some of those that know, okay, she gone, she's a nurturer. Like, so really, it's kind of like, ladies, watch yourself because there's some tricksters out here. They know that if I open up and tell her about this trauma and, okay, now she know, it's like I'm always lean on that. Okay, well, why you didn't go do this? Well, you know, I'm still kind of jacked off by blase, blase. 
Six months don't went by. Well, why you didn't? Well, you know, I just I just keep falling into that. You know what I mean? But he still did like giving you signs of like he ain't worth a fuck. So, you know, <laughs> be aware of those type of signs. Just, you know, I guess really that's kind of what that is. I don't really know if we opened up any minds or anything. But y'all can go holler at Mr. Mr. Johnson, the, well, the no, younger look, Johnson over say, there for that. I was going to say, though, look, just close it out for real. Look, I wouldn't say nothing to the women. I'm talking to the men. Like, that ain't, you know, like he said, like, that woman, yeah, you know, we was talking from that perspective, but it's just hard for me to be like, to tell the woman anything. Like, but that was good well, when yeah. he said they have to protect themselves mm-hmm. from when you do see a dude got a lot going on, ooh, you probably don't need to get involved. But then, yeah. you know, that would go into something else, too. But that would be start a whole other conversation about, like, ooh, well, you can't talk to a dude when he's down and out and, you know, well, you know, all of that, you know. So that's a different conversation, though. Well, really, the old... We just, the say, old, we just say, um... Mm-hmm. Well, I was about to say, the overall thing, really, what it boils down to is, yeah, we can try to say, okay, well, how do you handle a black man, whatever his trauma is, but at the end of the day, it's all about accountability. Like, you know there what I mean? Like you you got to be accountable for your own emotions first before you can try to have somebody else come in and help you with that. So that's okay. really what it boils down to, fellas. Y'all black asses. Oh. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, accountability on both ends. Well, now you say both ends. No, both ends, though, both you know, ends. because she got to protect herself, too, because, right. you know, watch this. The, the, the woman will be dealing with emotional trauma that make her want to help that dude. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. daddy issues, mm-hmm. but we won't. You see what I'm saying? But we won't go there. Let's move on. Let's move on. We can talk about him for a while. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Moving right along and getting on down the tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but this next one, though, come on now, now this one here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put y'all in the in the passenger seat and take y'all somewhere real quick. Like Betty Wright say, I know all y'all remember y'all first time. So, <laughs> when and how did your first kiss go? And when did your first sexual encounter occur? If you want to tell it, you ain't got to. I mean, you know, hey, the floor is open, the floor is yours, whatever. Now, now this was on my mind. Man, I don't know if it was a song or, or, or something I was watching or something that made me think about this. Because watch this. I don't know most people they might not remember their first kiss, like real kiss, but watch this. As a little boy, like 11, 12 years old, it was a big deal to do that first kiss, for me anyway. I can remember practicing in the mirror, <laughs> kissing the mirror, Come on now. Uh, kissing the air, you know, maybe like I really was like looking forward to this now. Oh, wow. Watch right. this. So I can remember my first time. Now, it was at school. I'm in the sixth grade. We won't uh, do no particulars because whatever. Let's protect the nameless. Check this out. I'm on my way to class and this young lady that I'm dealing with who, you know, I mean, she's cool or whatever, but I'm not really feeling her like this as much as she's feeling me, let's say that. So we go into class or whatever, we're walking or whatever, and she literally like shoves me up against the wall. <laughs> Whoa. That's aggressive. And like sticks her tongue in my mouth and like and like <laughs> stays there and like it was we kissing now. And I can <laughs> in, in the, the hallway. Look, 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 look what happened. Look what happened. 
<laughs> it was like, it I was now. on my way to gym. I'm on my way to gym. I can remember this like it was yesterday. I'm on my way to gym, and it was like the bell had rung, I think. So the hallway had kind of got clean for real quick. And so she did it real quick, threw me up against that wall, did that. And I can remember like spitting out my mouth so much after she walked away. <laughs> I can remember oh, being like, oh, oh, oh my God. Like, oh, because you weren't feeling no, her. No, I didn't want to yeah. do that with her. Oh, no. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's why I remember mine very well. First kiss. Yeah. First kiss. Now well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this one now. Uh, no, nah, I was about to well, I mean we can we can move along with the with within yeah, the start, topic. Start with the kids. Start with the kids. We're gonna start with the kids. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, go. You got it right there. I wanna hear this one because no. yeah, I got to hear this one. No, Come no, on, because this one here is like like how kind of he said, like I don't think I remember my first kiss because, you know, you start off like you hunching and, you know, stuff like we, that. Look, you ain't stuff. hunching, is it? Yeah. Oh, that you know boy, like, hunching. Like, look at him hunching. Yeah. You know, you hunching, so you just rubbing up against people or whatever. <laughs> like, just rubbing. I think that's how I started in the kiss. I think, I think I, I didn't definitely have no, no memorable kiss like that. Like, I think he would probably like some, like, most times, Girls are more at early yeah. age than boys when it comes to their yeah. first base for sure. Sometimes, oh, yeah. so I'm pretty yeah. sure a girl kissed me first. But like he said, what made me think about what he said, practicing the first kiss always like I was the master of that crease in your hand between your thumb and your finger right there. <laughs> like, that was my kissing spot, Ross. Like, Man. like that's, Look, I, can, I, can I had to pull my hand out. I'm like, what is he talking about? Yeah, you know, you got to make the, the kissy face. The kissy face with your hand. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to tell you. It took, what, what, um, what the boxer said? What's his name? The one that all lost the fight. Got hit in the ear and started bleeding. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wow. It's like, till this day, I'm still pretty good at kissing that crease in my hand. Because <laughs> that's why I started off learning it. But as far as, like, remember what kiss? I, I really don't have no good one like that. It was just, like, got kissed here and there. Like, I was small. Kind of, like, kissing me. Like, so I don't oh, have no real one. Oh, wait a minute. They, they was kissing you. Yeah, I was getting you. abused. You heard him. You heard him. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's why I say this this, this tunnel is long as uh, <laughs> shit. I 20. Hey, I'm telling you, when you were a little guy and then boys in middle school, early middle school, from that four, fourth grade to sixth grade range, some of them girls bigger than you. And they just, yeah. they just like, he got threw up against the lockers. They I did. So I, my kids was probably taking like this. It wasn't no big deal with the kids or whatever. Man, so, what's up with these Johnson yeah. boys just getting so aggressively handled <laughs> with these women at a young age? Come on now. Hey, it happens. It happens, bro. Well, you know, like, hey. like you said, I honestly like as y'all talking, I'm sitting here really like trying to flip through the mental roller decks, and I honestly don't remember the first kiss. First kiss? I, I don't remember the first kiss. I don't know. Maybe I just kind of glanced over that and just kind of moved a little bit to uh you moved you a little going bit to little, little speed yeah. racing. Yeah, I kind of went a little speed racing. I remember a couple other hey, firsts. Why don't you slide us into the second question then? Slide us into that second question. Hmm. Second point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, so you you said some, uh, uh, Renee. You said first base. Okay. So now let's go and get in the second base. Now we talking about we got what you say hunching. We doing a little hunching. You know, a little 
little rubbing, you know, might do a little kiss. Something might pop out. Watch out. What's that? Nah. Watch this. Watch this. I'm going to just go real quick with mine because it was cliche. <laughs> oh, ain't it always? I don't know. Is it? Watch this. I was hell, hell the, no. Wait the, till you. <laughs> in the back seat of the car, it was terrible. And afterwards, I was like, that was it? Like, okay. Like, you know, I was not impressed. Like, I was really like, okay. Like, I guess, like, you know, maybe next time it'll, you know, be a little bit different. I don't know. Like, it was just like yeah. that. So it was in the back of a car. Yeah. Quick question. Did she know what she was doing? Like, was she Oh, uh, no, time? it was not her first time. No. So, and she watched this. Like y'all said, she was older. So I don't know if that's a thing. Again, you got again you got handled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems yeah. to be a pattern here. And I'm okay. I mean, real. I'm a little smaller. Did she know it was your first time? Yeah. Because a lot of times we'll play. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knew. Hmm. So, so okay. Now, 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 you say with the first time. So you was, you was, you was like we talking about first time, or this was like. Just a little hunching, or would we man, we, all we talking about there. first time, man, in the back seat of the car. Oh, because see, I was I was gonna go because, like I said, we're going from second to third base. You skipped second base and went straight. No, I went all the way home. I'm about to say, you inside the park. Um, yeah, well, the next level for me, because like I said, I don't remember that first kiss, but that next level was definitely in middle school, seventh grade. And I'm gonna tell on myself, sorry, mama, but yeah, I used to uh, have a little girlfriend, used to come over. And, uh, you know, especially like around Thanksgiving or Christmas break, because moms work during the day. So it's like I'm at home for a week during Thanksgiving, (laughs) two weeks, damn near three weeks for Christmas. You think I'm not about to have a little, you know, we about to party as much as a seventh grader. No, she wasn't like she wasn't even she used to have to she she used to have to make a little journey on her bike. Like and that was the thing. Like she was riding the bike in the Christmas. Riding the bike. Let me just put you in the mind frame. Y'all know where I lived. Okay, so from there, y'all know where that Johnny's Pizza used to be right there on uh on uh Burkum. I mean on Bunkum, right there by that sub uh Seven Eleven. I mean Circle K across street from the bank where used to be Hibernia. She used to live over there in Fox Trail in that neighborhood. So used to ride basically from Bunkum Road down to my house. Which is not a bad ride, but it's not easy. And I'm talking about something like moms would <laughs> look. Mom's going to work and like you said, like easy. Yeah. Mom's is leaving. Like I'm not wake. By the time I wake up, mom's is gone. So she coming to that. She she at the front door by like nine nine thirty, and it's like I got all day to just sit up in here and just oh, hunch. And we talking about seventh grade. I kissing, and you know, like I said, something might pop out. Maybe a upper area breast or something but it's oh, like that's all as, right all right that, yeah that's as far as that got in seventh grade but i mean you know that's as far as we got with that so yeah and i'm gonna say this on my on my first that going that far i think i was like man i got to be good you know ross you got to be good but you don't know what good is because you ain't did it. So it's like, right. like I, I think my first time, I was like, I was so nervous, like, but I got to play it off because I didn't let the girl know it was my first time because I'm trying to be cocky, like, man, oh, man, come on now. So I remember doing it, 
at her friend's mom's house. So, and I definitely don't want to mention the girl because, like, I feel like a girl by, you know, how the girl look back and like, man, I wish that one my first time. So, I definitely will never get that person to, um, you know, that, that love. But anyway, like, I think when I was, I was like so nervous, I was like, man, am I going to find the right hole? Like, am I going to get the belly button? Like, what am I going to hit? You know, Ross, you just kind of like, you just got the AK out and you just shoot. Mm-hmm. I went on here and I got my spot. And hey, after I got through, I feel like the man. I was like, uh huh. Mm. Like, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I still didn't know what I did, yeah. but I felt like I pulled it off. Right. I fooled her at least or whatever. And she might not have been fooled, but I you, you, you. So, I mean, that first time, you just. You felt accomplished. You just kind of like, you're winging it. You're yeah. winging it. You, you are know? winging it. You're just winging it. You know, I'm going to try this one out. So, I mean, you know. And then after that, you know, I got better with time. And, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, because this one here could get, this could get super duper. This one would see, now see there. Now we ain't even know all that right there. See, that's why I was about to say this one here could get a little explicit. So we're gonna, we're gonna try to uh, protect the the potential young listeners that we might have. But we you don't said put that. the kids away. They don't need to hear this foolishness. <laughs> I did. I said play with, play with your kids, not us. But look here, man. We all uh, let's go on and get into what we all know probably damn near better than anything. A little sports talk here. Now the Netflix last chance. You what y'all think? First off, I love this. Oh y'all hear I love this little series, the last chance. You uh, watch this. They started with my boy mm-hmm. Buddy, right? Big boy in Mississippi. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, so I love this it. whole series. Mm-hmm. So when I remember, I think Renee said it a couple of weeks ago that it had came back. I didn't know it, and I was very excited to watch it. So uh, let's say this: it might have been, it was definitely the least um, dramatic season. Mem- memorable. Yeah, it wasn't a definitely lot of. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a lot of crazy drama going on. Yeah, I think that's what it is. That's but what I you expect you what, from like, this series. I like the fact that it was a different type of guy being the coach, though. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I love him, by the way. Yeah, I oh, like yeah. him. Oh. Yeah, oh, I like him. Play, so I'd love to play I like for him. him. Oh, yeah. Well, now, Renee, you posted this question earlier in the week or whenever we brought this topic up, whenever we was just discussing things. Who is your favorite player? Now, I'm going to just say I like the little receiver guy that was sleeping in his car. But, Renee, what you think? We're going to let you kick into what you think about it. First. I'm going to say, like, like, like he, made a, he made a point on thinking about the other last hands Jews. I think he put me on last hands Jews. Man, this, them coaches back then, drama, drama, drama. Like, this coach was, like, almost like a – this was night and day. Like, he was, he was professional. He seemed like he cared about the kids and he carried himself good. Them other coaches, man. Let's just call it what let's call it what it is. He was a hood legend around the town, legend, as they call it. Even when he had, a good, he had a good um he had a good balance between getting on you and taking care of you and you respect they respected him. Man, them last coaches, I don't think they cared one bit for them <laughs> coaches. They was like, I'm getting my film, you gonna talk crazy. I'm gonna try to win you this thing so you can like no nobody cares for each other on that one. And like you say, the drama though, this drama was more of these these kids dealing with maybe their personal issues. Yeah, real life. The other ones. This was some real life. They were dealing with drama like it was yeah. fights, it was like stealing and killing and like like it was wild, like a little. Mm-hmm. 
They, yeah. they told it down a little bit of well, but you always got to love like, Yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I say, I like the I like the series or whatever because it opens up the world of like, you know, what I'm saying, small time community college oh. football, which is a big step. It's a big step. It's mm, it's it's mm. almost a forgotten step because I mean, hell, without community college, Look what you, was about you wouldn't to have say. no Look Cam Newton. So, what I was thinking when I was watching it, I was like, man, nobody even knows that they doing this, like. <laughs> Like, think about that. Like, on Saturday, right, or even Friday nights, because they look like they spend a lot of their games on Fridays. It's like, man, nobody know nothing about no Laney College yeah. in Oakland playing no games. Like, so like nobody. Right, is you're not about thinking about that. Thing. And they still out there got to go hard. Look, you saw what a you saw what old boy did. I mean, not to spoil it for anybody that ain't seen it, but when they got together and went over his uh mama house and watched his brother play for Oregon State, it's like. Okay, yeah, you played last night, but all right, let's go and get over to this big time ball. But it's like the community college ball is not to be forgotten because, like I say, you wouldn't have a lot of dope ass players without community college. So I like the fact that they opened that world up. Yeah, no, that is a good. That but, is a good. That is a good. Point yeah, it wasn't a. Them kids too don't be knowing that they can go to JUCO route. And still go to different right, places. Right, that's what I'm still, saying. Even watch this. Even maybe not even not the NFL. You can still get a real good degree from one of them schools, even if you start off at one of them JUCOs. Like right, right, right. And then I mean, it lets you know that like it opens up the eyes for the for the student athlete as well as like people who just sit back and watch this shit. It's like, man, student athlete life is rough. So. If you got Division One players that's bitching about it being rough, look at this kid over here at this community college that's sleeping in his car. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So it just it's an eye opener, man. That's why I say I like it. Say it's too, cool. Like, it's when, cool. When, it, when it bring you back to when you watch them, just that love of football people got. Like when you love football, right? You will sleep in your car. You will yeah. come and let the coach talk crazy. Like you will Oof. go to classes, you know. Like and yeah. like you say, like I think we were talking about earlier in the week that JUCO level. People need to start taking more. They got to take it more serious because, like we were saying, like everybody division one or nothing. But you got you can make it at the JUCO level, and you can go on, go to your Tennessee or your Oklahoma's and all this. So it's like I'm glad they focusing on it right. and showing that hey, it's another. It's like you say, it's different levels. And like like Chess say, I could never tell you what to catch a JUCO guy. <laughs> like, I don't, I, it's like come on TV, couldn't <laughs> like, even tell you. A lot of your good college players coming from that though. You know, when they say transfer to Juco, you right. never think that they talking about last chance too. But you hear, you didn't heard oh, yeah. like Cam Newton came to Juco. This person came to Juco, or right. even Tyree Hill had to go down to a school like that to you know finish well. So yeah, it's it's, it's important. Yeah, to I mean, it's, 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 it's it's always a road, but you know, everybody's direction is gonna be a little bit different. So, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I feel like it's it's good to show these. I'm just saying it's good to show these kids that. Just so diehard football, like, look, man, just because uh, Baylor or, you know, Michigan or whoever didn't call you, don't give up, partner. If you really want it, like, you still young. Like, you know, put some effort into it and, and go get it if that's what you want. But, well, I was going to say that uh, it, uh, it made say, me say, like, look, when that boy, uh, the one that was sleeping in his car, when he was out there um, about to, like, have a panic attack, 
I was like, man, watch oh, this yeah. now. You yeah, know, I'm yeah. on mental health, whatever. Like, I do that or whatever, but I still be looking at people when it happened like that. I be like, dang, is that really happening to them right now? Like, and But I saw what he had going on, and it made me think, like, bro, every school in the country should have a mental health person strictly for sports. Strictly for sports, because watch this. Now you Remember know that game when he was dropping all them balls? And um, mm-hmm. mama came his to the mama guy. and his dad yeah. and all them people was there. His mama he was couldn't there. get out of his head. That'd be a lot of kids dealing with stress right. of whatever they're going through at school. Now, we all can talk about that. So I was like, yeah, man, I think that show shows like that very well. Like, And then he had his wife, though, for that boy to call. But what if he didn't? Watch this. What if he didn't have That was him? spot on. He wouldn't have... Yeah, it's like he would have just had to rely on his yeah. OG skills. Like, you know what I mean? Like, handle this the best way you can. Like, mm-hmm. and it probably wouldn't have been productive. Uh, before y'all get off there, I'm going to... Like you so, say about that pressure. The moment being enough, I didn't play in a game in high school where the coach going to tell me before the game was scout there. That's another pressure. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it's like... You know, like, man, I ain't, you ain't, I ain't need to know that. So it's like, yeah, I think a counselor definitely would be good to deal with all the different stress and pressures and all that going on. So, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then, I mean, when you that, when you young and you trying to figure out life, you know, man, shit, it's just, we all know. You just got to live and learn, baby. But living and learning, look at that transition. Let's go on and get on this old Master P. Now we all some true soldiers in here. I ain't even gotta I ain't even gotta like, you know what I mean? I ain't even gotta say much, but it's like, come on, man. Like I just actually I just caught up on uh episodes three and four. And for those that might not be in the know, we talking about the No Limit Chronicles documentary on BT. Uh I caught episodes three and four last night, so I'm kind of fresh off of it, so I'm gonna let y'all give y'all points. Well, watch this. The first well, thing I thought about <clears throat> when you just brought it back up, man, man, who was look, who was right? P uh, you know, beast by the pound. Like that, that whole situation right there. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about P, what the production uh, company or whoever, the, the dudes who was was no limit. The heartbeat. The, the, the look. Look, look, no look. that was very well put. That was very well put when who I think that was Mama Mia yes. that said the heartbeat was gone hey. or mystical or one of yes. them. And it's like, yeah, that's that's but look, true. I'm saying, who, but who go ahead. Think after seeing them episodes, I'm like, look, I can definitely remember when they left and they got into it because, like you say, that was the heartbeat and he did not, nothing on No Limit sounded the same after that. But then now, knowing that we got a little bit more information. Um, it's like who I kind of felt like P should have did whatever he had to do to keep them but then I know that P was really trying to transition into other things he wasn't really 100% into that music so I think that's what really made him not even really care about if they left or not good point I'm going to tell you like that's a good point you said because watching it and the crazy thing if y'all even paid attention P Still got a problem with that. I know he's like, still you know, they told, talk they like you see how yeah. he said, like why you yeah go do your own thing like <laughs> if, you, if you making all these hit records then 
They never made another one. We're talking about now he's yeah. healthy. So I'm going to say this. I think that that took the soul, that took the family-oriented mm-hmm. part of the No Limit thing out because he was about making money. He was doing basketball. He was doing Ricky Williams. He was doing sports agency. He was doing all that. So he was going to always make money. But that part of the No Limit empire, the Bees by the Pound, it made all the people, because P didn't kill but all the artists that you seen how beautiful yeah. all of them had to serve on, all of them was like, man, we did that, bro. Like, like because I'm gonna tell you, KLC, from what I see, he was like down though with all them prior to P even coming to get it. Well, you know, what that's what so, it looked like it showed, like in the other one that Mama Drama, Mia was the one who knew KL and you know hooked him up with P. Like she brought Fiend in, she brought yeah. back in, remember? Yeah. You know, so. I think that P should have, I think at that point, like you say, he was doing so much. And I'm going to tell you, this is the key point he said. He felt like, man, they want to go do their thing. We just get a new sign. Remember what he said? I can get all the producers in the world. I can get any top producer. It ain't no big deal for me to get them. I'm helping y'all by letting y'all. So watch this. So that's, what, that's my question right there, dude. Was he wrong for this? Like, dang. Yeah. I, I'm going to say this. I feel like he didn't value them. And I'm going to tell you something. From watching Kale and um, Odell and all the other ones, it seemed like they just wanted to be appreciated. I'm almost 100% sure they didn't want no crazy amount yep. of money that he said he could have paid for real. You said it, dude. They just wanted to be appreciated. Yeah. That's it. So, hey. well, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a good point because it's like, and I mean, come on now, I don't, look, it's almost like I got to tread on light water because I don't want to feel like I'm disrespecting Man, you gotta tell OG, it. but you it's gotta like, tell it. when I saw that I got to tell it. I got to tell it. But it's like when I saw him saying what he said, it's almost like I could almost kind of feel like uh-huh. an undervalued tone or like it is what it is. It <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Which I mean, brought you this far. You know, I guess it, it, it I mean, yeah, I guess it kind of is. But then at the same time, it's like, dude, like without that, you ain't. You ain't yeah. the tank, homeboy. Yeah. I mean, like, let's just look, Ross. I didn't even come on. You, you point, ain't the tank. Man. Like, you yeah, look, 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 look. No, I did think about this though. I thought about this, and I was like, "Man, you got on when you got on about it, and when you got on about it, and you got ice cream, man, and then you made them them albums, and that was all KL in them, like." So you're right, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It made me feel a, a, little, a little, a little funny too when he he said it the way he said it, like shit, like nigga, whatever, move on. Hey. Yeah, that's like it's just it just kind of like you know it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way like that. Hey, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Else. Like, y'all really know, like, none of them boys got interviewed. Either. Yep. Yeah. None of them. None of them. Exactly, got and you know, and you know, and you know they reached out, but they're like, hell, I'm not oh, fucking. Oh no, nah, like, that, of course that's what he it was. Let them get on, Ross. Obviously, he might not want them on though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's another good point because, yeah, Pete yeah, was, was. kind of in control yeah. of that thing, wasn't it? Hey, I'm saying something else too yeah. that was funny. So, yeah, that um, is. A... When, I mean, like what he said about the sound, like, me and X was like, we was all hooking up, we was all hooking up, and then Finn was like, but when KL dropped that on about it, it was like, that was the sound now. And like you say, when that sound, like, he would have been still that same. Remember they making fun of him up there? Yeah. With them beats yeah. up there in California. Like, he he sounded that. like a clown. Yeah. He sounded like a clown yeah. before he got mm-hmm. here. He did. Yeah. So what about yeah. though, real fast? Yeah. I about like he he, oh, no. he was doing his now, thing like you say. Too. He went and got yeah. Yeah. Well, look, just just okay. 
Because when I watch this shit, it's like, or anytime like something like this goes on, and I'm sure y'all can relate, it's like it take you back like to that moment when that particular whatever they talking about happened. So when Snoop went to No Limit, for me, I remember it was like, damn, like, woof, that's what? Like, you mean some niggas that ain't far from where my grandma lived got Snoop Dogg on a record label? Like, that was huge. So that was pretty major. That was pretty major. And it was pretty gangster the way that uh P handled that whole situation, hey, too. What I like to, what I like Consider, like. Considering <laughs> the time. Like, they showed it on, what I can say, when he got Snoop or whatever, Snoop still to this day got respect for him, like, love him. And, like, no, usually sometimes they'll get, like, them big people and they be like, yeah, I did it for a little while. I went on by my way. Snoop loved them boys. Like, Snoop was talking about Soul and Slim was his roommate. Right. They was his friend and all that. And, like, I mean, so... I didn't know... Uh, he did something right about that. I didn't know... Um, that I, I mean, like you said, Ross, it do, it is, of course, it's going to take you back. And so we didn't know what was going on. You couldn't see it, like, real time. So looking back, it's like... Right. The, if if Snoop wouldn't have came to no limit, he could have fell off. Like his whole career would like, have. really could have like ended almost. And then he came to no limit real brief. It wasn't number what three albums they said two maybe. Three albums, but the last one was kind of like three albums. And then that three last albums. one, P did him. It was almost like P like was like, all right, my boy, you know. Go do your thing now. You back you out there, baby. You out there. Producers See? and all of that. Because it didn't even sound like a No Limit uh, album. No, I only think, yeah. Okay, okay. So let me, let, me, let, me, let me stop you right there. Let's just stop. And let's just put this thing in perspective. So what he did for Snoop, three albums. Last album, let you do your thing, dap you up, you walk off, do what you do. But you can't take care of beats hey, by the pound from... I'm glad from you said well, it. I mean, I, I thought about it. It's like, that's the whole, like, you know, watch this, Ross. That's the whole funny feeling that I get with when I see that situation between him because I see what he did for Snoop and I know he didn't help other right. people. So what Let's was it with, between Let's you and KL though? It was something. Yeah. So that's it deeper. That's deep. That's deeper than that's deeper than surface or that's deeper than just the hey, business. Let me say this real fast too on that on that note. I watched um Eddie Griffin. He said he did um that, that movie Foolish with um Master P. And the boy AJ Brown from um, Friday, the one that was in the back using the bathroom was smoking. They both said that's the most money they ever made on any movie mm -hmm. with Master P. And they said it was no hesitation. He wrote them chicks right then. And everybody else seemed like they always say P broke bread. Well, you but it seemed like some of them boys he didn't really take care of in No Limit. I think he felt like I don't think the respect. You know what I thought about? Like because you know they were saying that like whenever you sign on to No Limit. You get a house, you get a bank account, you get $100,000, you know, you get all that or whatever. But watch this. I thought about this. What my contract look like, Pete? True, true, true. Yes, Ross. Yes, could Ross. be. We don't yes, know. We don't be. know, like Ross. But that's what I yeah. thought about because, look, Ross, he was, look, okay, like we talk about that Fiend album, you know, that, that's one of, one of our most favorite ones. Classic, right? by the way. So that's what I'm saying. One of the ones that we know that sold a lot of albums. Like, how much was Fiend getting off of that? Look, look. Now that you, now that you put that into perspective, it's like, yeah, because I remember, like, after Fiend dropped that album, of course, I was looking for the second one, and he gave us Street Life. It was cool, but it wasn't that first one. And then after Street Life, it was kind of like, 
KL it wasn't no fiend and no lemon no more. Yeah, because he went, he went because KL, because KL and them left. That might be street life. That might be because that's the one with uh. No, nah, no, nah, that ain't a uh, street life. See, I don't know. He was it, one of the ones that was saying, "Man, this dude don't take care of me." So the slim was saying he don't take care. Of me. Like all right. of it was kind of like started complaining about money back then, and like you say, musical got paid because you heard musical say it too. That's the most money I ever made. Like you know, I musical so anime. He like, man, I was I was getting broke off, you know. So. I don't know. I think you might, and we might not know the details either. Because, like I say, P might be buying you this and come back and say, well, "Hey, you spent your money on that." So, who? Out of everybody that was on the No Limit <laughs> Camp, look, I'm gonna ruffle some feathers. I know I'm trying to ruffle some feathers with this one, Chester. Out of everybody outside of Snoop that was the most successful that broke away from the No Limit Camp, it was oh. my man, the hospital. <laughs> You don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to give him that respect. Watch this though. Jesus, let me see my face. face. I'm gonna call it out. Y'all see my face. Look, let me say this, Ross. You don't want to give that man any respect because I'm a high school hospital with you. So I'm gonna say this just in Come defense on. of somebody like Renee. He never came out with a No Limit album. So watch this. I don't even consider him No Limit. Like I know he was on there. He did a few things or whatever, whatever. But like he never dropped the album. So. To where like Soldier Slim only dropped one, right? No, he got um he got two. Give it to him, bro. Give it to him, bro. And uh, something like the streets made me. The what was made me was his first one. I know y'all probably. I don't know, know if that was that on no thought. limit. Oh, hey, the streets nah, made me. When, when you get off, when you get off here, check out the streets made me. Cause you, cause you know he was cut, he was cut though, committed to the heart. So it's like, so I mean, did he drop oh, that first one on that one? But yeah, I don't consider I don't consider currency. Okay. I don't even consider okay. currency no limit, even though I know he, he was new no limit anyway. Yeah, yeah he, he was. But good. I ain't gonna lie. But he had a couple. But 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 he had a couple. But we talking about bars. I'm no talking limit. about albums. Like, yeah, he. So he you want a do, complete body of work? Okay, I need you. 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 Besides, like, undeniably, Milska was going to, he was going to do his thing. Like, like I'm saying, like, KL, like, did KL produce anything else? Like, Fiend, like, like, that's my as far as, remember, Fiend with the rock I mean, for a little while. I don't know if y'all remember. No. Now, I do, I do, I do remember that. I remember be, when it happened, but nothing, let's nothing came from it. No. No, 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 I'm not I saying, no, I'm not that, saying but, you don't remember that, but I'm saying, let's be real, we... And nobody, nobody left no yeah, man did. Yeah, like it was, like you said, except for Mystical and Snoop. But see, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But look, but Smith, uh, Mystical had that had that burst. But he that didn't was have Mystical no longevity. Fall. That was I mean, no, no, no disrespect. That was yeah, that was that was yeah, that was that was self inflicted. That was self inflicted. He was on his way. He was on his way. Rest in peace to the oh lord. Look, I had a T-shirt I used to wear around all camps. Then people used to look at me like I was crazy. They was like, "Who was that on your shirt?" Like, anyway, man. Like, look, you. They ain't know nothing about that one. Now I'm going to Grammar State University. I bought a Soda Slim Recipe Soda Slim shirt. I'm thinking in my head, like, "Oh look, Recipe Soda Slim." But this boy wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't get hit in the car wreck. I'm like, I don't know who around here don't like Soda Slim family, who don't know this dude, because, you know, I'm down there with everybody from New Orleans, and I'm like, <laughs> that was my boy, man. Like, I remember like you yesterday, he got killed around Thanksgiving. Might have been Thanksgiving. 
somebody called Thanksgiving. Me, like, yep, around nah. Thanksgiving time. <laughs> like, yeah. I was in study hall. Look, I was in study hall. Look, we ain't, <laughs> look, we ain't gonna remember this, man. Look, okay. Anyway, uh, so look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, Wednesday. Promote that BET. Go on and support this thing too if y'all want to. Uh, <laughs> so this right here, I had, look, now, I hadn't, um, I saw a lot of buzz about it. And of course, when I see things like this, it just automatically turns me off. But, the Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, the what was was it uh WAP? Yeah. Now, first of all, when I saw the name, I didn't know what it meant. So as I'm seeing the comments of what people like, ooh, this blah blah blah, I had to put two and two together, and I was like, okay, I think I'm probably <laughs> pretty sure what that means. And when I I didn't listen to the song or watch the video till this afternoon for the first time, and my assumption was not wrong with what the title stood for. So. Man, man, what do y'all think about real? that? Okay, yeah. Same man, I watched it. Uh, I don't know. I saw the same thing like you. Whoever, a lot of people talking about it or whatever. So I was just like, oh my God, let me go watch this video. And I'm going to tell you, I was like, now, you know, they do their thing in these videos. They've been, you know, being, you know, with their breasts and whatever all out. That wasn't really the big deal to me. But honestly, this video made me feel like, whoa, they going pretty far here. Like, I don't know. Was that just me? I think you know what it was? When they they started doing the whole water scene, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is so sexual. Like, it was I didn't even make it that far because I have no idea what you're talking about. It was just, like, very, like, in your face. Like, dang. No, no. I watched the video, but I got as far as to, like, I remember exactly why I cut it off because it's like, and I don't mean I'm not bashing nobody, but it's just like sometimes you get to a point to where it's like, oh, I'm yes. kind of tired of this shit. Like I really don't want to see this. Shit. You know what I mean? It's it's just kind. It was kind of one of them things. Like it just wasn't for me. But whenever they was like on their backs and they was like whatever they was doing and they was, I don't know. Hell, I cut it off maybe like a minute and thirty right after Kyla Jenner ass popped up on oh. the screen. And what the hell was that about? Where that come from? You know, we say Ross like to play devil's advocate. So I watched it you right do. before we came on just so I could see what was going on. And now, contrary to what I was thinking, I kind of like the song. I was like, they kind of, I like the beat. They kind of going back and forth. As far as the video, I have to just think about like, we had our tip drills. We had Too Short. We had Snoop. We still got Future in them throwing money. Hey, Rick Ross and Two chains that did they verse, they had a strip in there, they was doing their thing. So I feel like you got to get the women they inflict too. Like if they want to get explicit. I got my thing, you know? Like, I got my finger, I got my finger in there like they did in church. I got <laughs> I mean, let them, I mean, I'm just saying I got like, something I want to say, Pastor. Let the women have their thing, man. Look, I'm all for that. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I don't want to make it seem like, oh, I cut the video off because it's like, oh, y'all don't need to be doing that. No, they have every right to do that. Mm-hmm. Just like the men have every right to talk about drinking lean and popping perks and all that other silly shit. But it's like 
that don't make it right. No, Ross, Ross. You know what I mean? It don't, it don't make it right what, either side. That's what I thought. Now, I agree with what he said. But would we be as outraged if it was a man? We, like, they do it every day. We no, no, no. If it was a, if it was a man, like, that shit would be... Oh, shit, boy, man. Look, boy, y'all seen that da-da-da-da-da. But, you know, yeah, I see that now, point. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. It. I don't know. I guess after a while, like you said, Ross, you just get to a point where you're just like, okay, I haven't seen enough. Because I'm going to say this. If that would have been the same video and it would have been a man as the lead and you still would have had all that other stuff going on, you I still boy. wouldn't have wanted, like, that still wouldn't have been my type of, I wouldn't have wanted to watch it for too long like Ross cut it off. Uh, but right. like this, I agree with what Renee said. You got to let these people do what they gonna do. Period. Watch this. Period. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm but, all for Ross, that. Yeah. What I thought about the other day, Ross, look at this. I heard, I think I must have been listening to a podcast made me think about it. And I heard this in my head. I was getting groceries out of the car. It's like, Ross, when do we say something though? Like, I know that I don't have no problem okay. with them doing it, but it's like, like, hey, I don't know. That's like, fine. Because watch this. I hated that future song Molly Perkins said. And, and I said something about it, right? So it's like, is it okay to say something like but, okay, so look, like I was about to, I was about I, to. Ask. But I mean, you got some. Who you, who you gonna I mean, say something to? With the well. I mean, like, like, I mean, I'm saying, like, we all grown at some point in time. So I'm like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm like, Ain't nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Just like there's nothing wrong with, 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 with Molly Percocet. Because you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it okay. to you like this. That's fine. I don't know about that. Those artists. No, 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 no. Look, look. Even still, even still, even if that particular artist is a fucking super Molly head, Percocet popper, or whatever you want to call it, that's fine. That's his personal choice. We got to take accountability as listeners to not feed into that shit and be like, you know what? I think I want to go take a little Molly and some Percocet. I think I want to drink a little lean. I want that WAP. Let me go and put my WAP out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't be so weak-minded to feed into that shit. Like you just—I mean, well, I don't problem, know. That's another The problem is, look, I'm all about people doing whatever they want to do, especially when it comes to like music and movies and all art. Like you can do whatever you want to do. It's art. It's artistic so expression. The problem is what you're saying. I think it's like grown-ups can handle this stuff, and grown-ups can fine, right. you know. But it's like we know that we can't control it from getting to these children. So it's like, yeah, but that's not the responsibility of the artist, though. That's the responsibility of the house. And watch it. we have to take this to yeah. another podcast because that's a whole nother story. Because watch this. You know right. what I think? It's not on people talking about these videos. This video right here. I thought to myself, my daughter don't even know what a celebrity is. And my daughter don't even know oh. nothing about these people. So it's like, well, I know other six-year-olds do. So that's what it's about, really. No judgment if your six-year-old knows who Cardi no, B is. No, no judgment. Hey, that's fine, you know. Just, you know, to each yeah. his own. You know, some niggas don't like to cross bridges, you know. Yeah, right. I guess I guess like y'all saying, like, I guess I'm like, on the end of the day, I guess they grown-ups, Cardi B and me. I, I, I like the song myself. I definitely didn't like the song. Like the video... <laughs> 
I like the beat. You said you did like the song. Yeah, I did. I'm a man to stay out Yeah, it was not. It was not. It did not. It didn't do anything. Cause look, I mean, Renee, you know, look, Renee, you know, I'm a Cardi B fan, and I ain't talking about. Oh, it's her song. Yeah, that's her. That's her new little single coming out. She coming back. And you know, watch this. I gave Cardi B album a good eight on the out of ten. So look, she trying to come back, and I thought to myself, I was like, now I know they're gonna push her. But I was like, ooh, this ain't it. Like, tell you this not though. the song. Like, I, thought, I was thinking about the Summertime. radio. I was thinking about the radio. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Summertime, club, yeah. club. Yeah, it's and I, then, look, even our first listen, I kind of thought, like, with the brief minute and 35 or 45 seconds that I did listen, it's like, yeah, this going to be one of them one that's going to grow. Yeah. They just going to yeah. pop it in yeah. your ears and it's yeah. going to grow. And I watched it on YouTube. Video came out two days ago, fifty-two million. Oh no, doubt. I look crazy. 55. Oh well, well, shit. Well, tell me something. And then she got a she got a cool look. I don't see no cooler. She got a catchphrase, the wow. So that's gonna catch on. No, that's gonna. Oh be well, it's already. Yeah, there you go. What he got to do? Yeah, we coming. Yeah. We brand. We branding in twenty twenty one. Cardi B is branding the wap. So. <laughs> Just get ready, guys. It's gonna be on t-shirts. Oh, they're gonna right. be saying that for a lot, man. Oh, Watch man. this. Guess what? It's, it's in the culture yeah. now. It's in. Oh yeah, it's, it ain't going go. nowhere. It is. That is. That is a word now. Mm-hmm. Well, whoever came with it is 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 dumb, and that's that's crazy that we see we we just saw some come, and we're gonna be talking about this forever. Like they're gonna be talking about that man. What what she got that well, You know, it's gonna be out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. Because now we just got to sit back and wait on the lawsuit to figure out like who mm-hmm. came up with the word mm-hmm. or whatever. So that'll be interesting. So, well, look, fellas, it's been an interesting week. We in August. It's time to wrap this thing up. You know, y'all got any closing thoughts y'all want to throw out there for the people? I just want to say, man, hey, good little show. You know, always good to get on here and express ourselves, talk about a few topics. I mean, hey, like I say, if you here. You got a chance to make that week good or bad. It's all on you. It's all glass half full, glass half empty. So that's my thoughts on it. Just it's just how you look at it. And you know what? Going off of that, this is what some I think it's been since this corona thing been going on. And this is a genuine feeling that I've been getting every day. Man, it just feels good to be alive when I be getting up in the morning. Like real time. Like when I go and like do just with little simple stuff, I be like, man. I'm just glad I'm in it. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, take that until you week. You in it. Yeah, I mean, you know, with all this going on, it's like you don't really want to let the whole emotional baggage of being in or out or whatever you got to do. Like, just don't get, just try to find some time to free your mind and, and just, you know, take some time for yourself. Like, don't get caught up in the foolishness. You know, just take your feet and put them on your damn couch and just chill for a second. Like, that's all you got to do. So we're going to close it like that, folks. Y'all make sure y'all go and follow us on Instagram. I'm at T Ross underscore 318. Renell at Renell J. CJ at or at a underscore humble underscore center. You got a lot with your damn uh, name, boy. <laughs> But shit, y'all go and follow the podcast on IG2 Universal underscore Citizens 318. And y'all make sure y'all tune in next week, folks. We out of here.